0: I take a book. You can upload PDFs onto cloud. I take this thing, upload it onto cloud, and say, I've read these parts of the books. Can you help me with these specific ideas that I have? It gives me anecdotes, it gives me summaries. I take that and then say, create visualizations. Once it gives me the same stuff, go into mid-journey, create images, and then I use another tool called Runway which allows you to create videos. So I take these images, convert them into videos, and now suddenly I went from a book being stranded on text to now being brought to life via all these animations. And I'm using this to solve the problem for authors, which I believe is now self-distribution.
1: Also, if you've got a friend who you know could benefit from hearing this episode, please share the love with them. My goal is always to spread positive impact through the sharing of knowledge, and I would be honored if you could help me achieve this goal. What is up, Thrive fam? CJ Finley here again with another episode of the Thrive on Life podcast. I have one of my best friends here in Austin, Texas, Yash Chitneny, with me here today. We are rocking some button downs. He showed up in a button down, so I went and changed and put my own pink flamingo button down on. We got the flow going. Uh, Right now, it's 100 degrees in Austin, Texas, and one thing that I've been doing every single month is asking my Instagram audience, should I cut my hair or not? Yash has been one of the guys that has told me to keep growing it out because he has longer hair, and for August, everyone voted to keep it one more month, so we'll see how it goes. This conversation has nothing to do with my flow or pink flamingos. We're gonna get into AI. So before we do that, I want you to describe for the audience, like, what is AI? Like when, if I go turn the TV on and there's people talking about AI or I go on social media and people are talking about AI, give us a one minute rundown of when people say AI in 2023, what does it typically mean?
0: I want to first address your introduction I think if you're trying to be a fun guy, you got to get the flow going. So there's two fun guys sitting here today. Haven't taken any fun guys, but I could feel a whole lot of flow going through the episode itself along with the hair. Uh, to now get to your question, <clears throat> what is AI? AI, I mean, at its base, is artificial intelligence, and on a day-to-day aspect, it has been Through time, technology has gotten to the point where we've used human intelligence to say there's problems to solve for, and let's try solving these problems using technology so we can move forward in a faster manner and focus on things that we would like uh, to spend our time on. And in the past like two years, it's gotten to the point where intelligence has now been taken over or been added to the artificial world, the technology world, where it's able to think for itself and... Uh, actually, this has been there for the past 20 years plus, et cetera. AI has been there in the case of machines. We see that through like Tesla auto driving. That's artificial intelligence. We've had this with machinery, but we haven't had AI on the software side where people technically can use this every single day on a day-to-day basis of how could I get myself replicated so artificial intelligence has, in essence, become our human consciousness taken abstract of and put towards this online spectrum with which we can interact and kind of, in essence, have a have a clone with which you can talk about things, address your problems, and see the directions that you want to go with.
1: A lot to unpack there. If you're a fifth grader, you probably didn't understand that. So I want to break it down a little bit further so that anybody listening to this could utilize AI in their life. Before we get into all the high level stuff that you're doing and some other creators are doing, I'd love to be extremely valuable to those on the other end that are listening to this. What are some everyday life things that no matter if you're in the corporate world or you're an entrepreneur, you're doing that AI could have a positive impact on? Yeah. An example that anyone could use
0: is we're stuck in the world of meetings. We spend all of our time t- uh, trying to progress work by having to work with coworkers, and meetings are part of everyday life. And, you know, after the pandemic took place in 2020, things went pretty remote. So now we do have the benefit of, I suppose, being able to take meetings, not in person. You can also take it remotely. So there's a tool called SuperNormal. This tool, SuperNormal is built to take notes for you. It So you're in a meeting, and then it breaks down your entire conversation into notes, and then also breaks it down into action items. So say you and I get on this podcast or get on a meeting, and we say, hey, next week we're going to shoot a podcast. On that podcast, we're going to talk about how AI can be used for design images. CJ, what you're going to do is you're going to tell me the images that you want to create, what I'm going to do is figure out the tools that will create those images. By the end of the meeting, I wouldn't have had to take any meeting notes, just focus on our conversation, and Supernormal would end up showing us what we talked about and the action items, so that way I can take that specific task and just immediately assign it to you while I go with my specific task. So it kind of takes the burden off of trying to be in multiple places at once and increases your presence
1: I feel a lot of people out there view AI as a threat and the way that you're describing it here is it allows us to increase our presence as a human being. And I've used the tool Supernormal now for about a week. Now you've used it for a long time and I never really got on board with it. One, I don't do that many zoom meetings. I try to stay away from that um, as much as possible and just create documentation where people can share. Um, but, as I've been using it and seeing how it breaks down, I'm, I'm seeing the future where it's like, not only could it break down into tasks and different things that need to be go- done, but you mentioned this next step of, let's think in the future of that meeting you're talking about where we're gonna meet that second time and you're talking about creating images. So not only can it assign to us, okay, we're gonna need images for this next time that we follow up with each other, but there's other tools that could potentially create the images before you even show up
0: yeah I mean as a visual artist you and I have been in the space where we've done video work and decide I want to create this video for YouTube um, as a creator if you're trying to figure out what your next YouTube video that you want to make is, a lot of times you want to script out your stuff otherwise you go into it without a proper plan it doesn't show out the best way how do you maximize and create efficiencies for the time that you're going to spend shooting and traditionally people have created storyboards so in the past you've had in movies for instance you've got a person who is an animator a storyboard artist and they storyboard draw out this is the shot I'm going to have CJ sitting in front of me do this way and then as he moves while he's going to talk about the sauna he's going to enter the sauna I'm going to have a shot of him within the sauna, and then as he exits, it's gonna be the whole scene. And you storyboard all of those details out. This is the, these are the shots, these are the scripts. And you know, that would take a while. Now, you could use something like Adobe Express, or you could use Journey and say, all right, here's my script that I've created. and
1: But even before that, what could write your script?
0: You can use tools like ChatGPT, which has been openly been available by OpenAI. And ChatGPT is accessible to everyone that has internet. And you can uh, kind of give it guidance uh, for what it is that you're trying to do. The best way for you to get the ultimate results from using ChatGPT for a script like this is tell it that you have a desired outcome for instance, we're going to say, I want to shoot a video about my sauna, home-built sauna. And instead of asking it, can you create a script for me? Rather, realize that you have got this artificial intelligence, which has all of this text through time built into it. So in essence, it's kind of an expert in stuff. And when you go to an expert, you don't tell an expert to tell you something. You ask the expert to ask you questions so they can guide you the proper way. So when you show up to ChatGPT and say, hey, I am making a video on my home-built sauna, what questions, please ask me questions that would help you give me the custom direction for what I need to do. So if I'm building a home-built sauna, what is it that you need from me? So and then it's going to spit out a list of questions. It's going to say, what is the style of photos that you shoot or videos that you shoot? What, is, what build do you have at home? And then it gets, gathers more data from you. And then it kind of guides you to spit out more information. And once you do that, it then gives you a very, very crystal personalized in script rather than here's a generic thing that is applicable yeah, by mo- everyone.
1: Most people are using it on level one where they get the generic Script. So I love how you broke that down and then you have this custom built script, which then now you can rely on the mid journeys and Adobe Express to potentially create artwork that I'll allow you to describe. So if we're using the context of a home built sauna and let's backtrack for those so that you can clearly understand this, Yash and I took a meeting. We were using SuperNormal on that meeting. It took notes and had tasks that we can get done. Well, we don't have to manually do those tasks anymore. So if one of the tasks was create a script for the home-built sauna video that we're doing, Yash just went, went through on ChatGPT, or you can use Claude AI or some other tools out there to help you ask yourself the right questions to come up with a unique custom script for that video. Well, how do you use the other tools like the Mid Journey and Adobe Express to produce a world-class video in this case?
0: Yeah, in Adobe Express, you could step into Adobe Express and lay out the script where Chat GPT or Cloud would give you where you say, it says, here's the part of the script where you're going to say, welcome to my home built sauna. And then it shows in brackets, this is the scene copy that scene which is showcasing the sauna and put that into uh, adobe express and say a shot of a sauna from a wide angle and then it's going to give you multiple options so you get to pick out and say oh this is the angle that i already can envision how it looks like i like it put it in the storyboard so now your script which currently had just text of scenes You can start replacing those scenes with the images of what is going to look like. And then once you have that completely filled out script, now you have a script of your dialogue to go along with the images of the scenes. And then you're pretty much ready to go in place and say, I'm going to film this whole thing. I have exactly the shots that I need every single time for each cut and for each dialogue piece. And you're pretty prepared to go ahead and rip some dope videos.
1: I love the breakdown that we just did there because you can, like, even if you're not a YouTuber, you're not a video creator or a content creator, the flow is really what I want to convey and the type of thinking. So, in these different tasks that you have throughout your life, no matter what your career or your job is, or even if you just have a hobby that you want to work on, think about how you can be utilizing these tools to do what Yash said earlier and give yourself more presence. How do I utilize the tools in a way that allows me to spend less time thinking on the nitty-gritty things and more time spending my energy on all the things that that I love to do? And one of the things that I've seen you do recently is give a, I would call it, like a financial literacy and... Accountability workshop of understanding your personal financial system and how to use that system to achieve the outcomes that you want in your own personal life. You held a workshop last weekend. And one of the things, if I was there, that I would have asked you specifically is, What are you using, utilizing any tools? AI based tools that are helping you in the different systems that you're creating. So it doesn't just have to be financial, but what type of system have you created for yourself? Like operating system, I would call it life operating system where AI is having an impact on that. So if it's financial or if it's health or if it's your nutrition, if it's your sleep, run us through some ways that AI is impacting that life operating system. So somebody else could utilize that operating system that you're doing.
0: Yeah, I would take it back one step where I say AI allows you to have presence in your life, and at the same time, it kind of eases up some processes, which might make it so that you are not as conscious about the actions that are taking place. What I mean by that is finances are something that people kind of tend to put on autopilot, and finances are not stuff that you should never necessarily put on autopilot. Just like you wouldn't put your own health in autopilot, that's another thing that you shouldn't, at least when you're starting off, when you're trying to get your basis. So for the financial health system, we set up a plan where you can use Notion without AI, and it's very manual entry-based, but you just do it once every two weeks, and it takes you 10 minutes of your time to understand Where your money's flowing in and out. And then you can kind of see like your cash flow and also your uh, trajectory of your net worth. Uh, But like, you know, after six months, you're consistently repeating that behavior. Now you get to the point of, oh, wow, I can add AI into the mix. Where my buddy, Clay Ratterman, he built a company called Finna.xyz, and Finna.xyz uses Notion. Uh, like templates, to show you what is it that I am kind of spending my money on, what is it that I could save in specific places so I could plan out for the future. For instance, if I choose to go on a trip next year across the country, and I decide, hey, I'm trying to go on this trip, this is what it's going to cost me, I think, X Y Z could look at all of your finances through time Mm -hmm. and say, okay, this is where you can pull money from, allocate stuff so you can kind of go down that direction. So I think you have to start originally with your own intelligence in this space because otherwise you might try and autopilot things that shouldn't be uh, done that way. Uh, That was a slight of a tangent. uh, No, I
1: I wholeheartedly agree and I wanted to tee this up for you to kind of dig in however you wanted to dig in and it's something where I think a lot of people look at the flash of AI when they don't even understand the ground level. So I'd love to connect the dots of helping people understand the ground level. Like first things first, if you're not taking notes in your meeting to start with, like you're not gonna even think, oh, how do I take notes on this meeting? If I'm not doing my finances, I'm probably not gonna be thinking, how do I automate some of these processes within my finances? So you breaking down that you should probably look at things contextually and manually at first yourself and then think how does ai allow me to be more present in the areas that i want to be present in and when we're talking finances like something for me i asked a question before we jumped on i would love to understand like you have let's say we have a subset of money and there's let's say we have a set of money and then we have subsets of money in different accounts. Well, it's tough for me to think about the money in all those accounts and where what should go where and why it should go there and when should I pull it out and all these different things. Where I see AI having an impact on that is just like you said, if if I want to be like, oh, I want to take a sabbatical for three months, what are some ways based on how my account is structured that I could potentially make some income while I'm taking the sabbatical. And then the AI comes back with different ways that I could utilize my money to make me money while I'm not working. So a good instance would be, okay, you have, let's say you have 10 grand in this account. Well, you could loan this money privately to someone who's on this platform and earned 7% interest on it over those three months. Cool. What is the return on that? AI gives that to me. So that's kind of like where I see the future of finance going where going back to the questions of like, if I'm going to take the sabbatical, here's the questions I should be asking myself. Like, when do I want the return? Like, how much risk do I want to take? Different things like that. We're going really into the nitty gritty here. But again, when you're listening to this, think about how you apply this in all other areas of your life. So I'd love to dig in. We're all about health here in Austin, Texas, and something that I've seen you really invest in in the past six months to a year, is you've started running, you did a high rocks, and you're starting to train, I would say, at a greater capacity. Your, your, your ability to endure has grown. Has AI helped you focus more of your energy on your health? Even if it's just because during the day you're operating more efficiently in your work as a creative, which allows to free up more time to be present and take care of your health?
0: Yeah, most definitely. That's a great question. I would say I'm in a position where I get to remove so much of the tedious tasks of my day to day that I can go enjoy more time within the gym, recovering, doing stuff that I otherwise knowing my personality type, my, habit structure in the past, I would have probably been like, I'm going to sit by this computer and make sure I get all of these things done before I go out there and do this. But now I can hand these tasks off so I can focus on myself rather than what I used to prioritize as a value of a task. Uh, I would say my mental health has substantially gone up because now I just feel that from an ideation standpoint, which I love to ideate and see where things can go, I have A version of myself. So now it's like you made a comment about we're getting into the nitty gritty of the details of questions. And something that I've heard as feedback points through time is how is it that you know how to ask all these questions to this AI? And going back to the earlier point that we talked about, you could even make it as simple to be like, what are the questions that people would ask you if they want to get to this level. Like just delegate out the questions. Like you're like I don't even know how to ask questions, okay? Ask it to tell you what questions people would ask it for an end result. It's like I want
1: to become But here's here's the problem. Most people don't know the end result that they want. That's a really big struggle. Like in the co- coaching and consulting space that I live in, getting people to say in one year, this is where I want to be in my life. In five years, this is where I want to be in my life. In 10 years, this is where I want to be in my life. They can't see it versus you. you, you have. It might not look, when you get five years from now, it might not look exactly the same, but you're pretty much going to end up within the goalposts of where you want it to be mm-hmm. because you have that clarity. Can AI help that person find the clarity, that outcome that they want?
0: Well, this is a completely different subset, but I think for a person to get the immediate clarity as to where they need to go, it starts with a review system of where they currently are. (sighs) Say that again. Your future is not determined by... The answers that lie ahead, but rather by the stories left behind. Review your days to get to the future that you want. I think a lot of people don't realize how insanely valuable just reviewing your day takes your trajectory up. Substantially,
1: Tim Ferriss talks about this. He doesn't look at the future. He looks at his past to understand how he mapped out where he got to, like in this very moment. So a great instance is where we're talking about health, whether you're muscular or you're overweight. How did you get to the point of being muscular or how did you get to the point of being overweight? What habits caused that? And what did your days look like to get there? Point blank. So your future, just like Yash is talking about is predicted based on your actions in the now.
0: And I think you can tweak those now faster every single day by just realizing what you did the day prior. And I think you and I had a conversation around this on Twitter, whatnot. A lot of people choose not to do a review because they feel ashamed, afraid of the fact that they might have done something wrong. But the reality is, You can never change your past but looking at your past always gives you the option to change your future.
1: Bars. (laughs) (laughs) That's a clip right there. Uh, Yeah. It's it's, it's a hell of a thing to think about and it's something that I've thought about at great length. A great example is where we're at right now sitting in this podcast studio in my own home. It's a vision that I had years ago when i had my own podcast studio that was separate from my home and then i've had a couple versions from then but i always had this view that how do i create my day to be revolved around all the things that i love and have them as close of a proximity to my bed as possible so if we're talking like working out uh, sauna ice running podcasting, everything that I love to do, how do I have it in close proximity so that I can maximize my presence to do more of it? And it's been awesome to work with people like yourself who I accredit my ability to utilize AI a lot to you. Like Even with this podcast, I've been able to increase the amount of output But lessening my input in 2023, which has been an amazing feeling because of having Aiden and my time is more constricted, I was really stressed thinking, like, this is a podcast is my baby, my my other baby. It's something I really love to do and I enjoy and I would do it, will do it for the rest of my life, regardless of the monetary outcome of it. And AI has been an extreme help for that. And that's why I wanted to bring you on here today because... This is something that's been an extreme help to me in this one little thing that I love so much and I know it can do so for others. So I'd love to give you the floor now to one, talk about the areas or projects that you've been working on that it's had a major impact on that just really bring fulfillment to you. And then two, what does the future of AI look like to Yash?
0: I have been in a rabbit hole of trying to solve a problem, which holds very dear to my heart. I read a lot of books, and then while I read these books, as I get from one page to the next, I feel like I have to go back and reread it because I didn't fully grasp this concept. I need to know, again, like reread that so I can get that through me. And that was something that I didn't understand for a long time until I came across this concept called aphantasia, which is the inability to produce mental images. When I read a book, I'm reading words as they are, and I'm not able to necessarily grasp this visualization process. So I keep rereading it to then think, okay, what does this put together mean? And that led me towards fortunately being surrounded also by friends who are authors And all these authors are currently in a place where they find themselves anti-establishment, you know? They spend all this time writing up a book and after spending months, years writing a book, they now have to go try and market the book. But they've kind of got their hands tied to the process, the system that's in place, which is associated with having a publisher say, I'm gonna take on your book And I will distribute your book. And when you do that, the author is now stranded with uh, revenue rights, which they have to do a massive split on, or they also don't necessarily have a good marketing campaign strategy. And where the world has turned to, specifically from consuming content, has become video-based. Gen Z has taken over, and most of the content that we consume right now on a day-to-day basis is through video. So as I sat there thinking about my own personal anecdote and just about books, I was like, well, there's a problem here. Authors spend all this time writing a book, then they don't necessarily have a proper way to market it apart from being told by a publisher, hey, I'm going to put your book in a bookstore, hey, you should go on a podcast tour, or hey, I'm going to connect you with these other networks where you can do these clubs. And I was like, there's a missing piece for distribution. How is it going to incentivize me as a person who is not in that space to get access to this wealth of knowledge from this one person who's taken ideas from various people and synthesized it. So I was like, I want to create animations of these books so that way people can start seeing and understanding these concepts so that way it becomes in essence the marketing spectrum to be like, oh wow, I really like resonate with this. I went down the rabbit hole of trying to solve it by bringing on a team of animators and building a team and doing that stuff. Things fell down the haywire. Hiccups happened here and there. But I did not want to give that on that specific vision that I have. So what I've done is I've made a slight pivot and going back earlier into our conversation, I now use AI to help me be a one-man team as of right now figure out how is it that I could build this solution and then bring a team back on. What I am doing is, for instance, I take a book and since I could read a whole book by myself and come up with concepts, I read a book. You can upload PDFs onto cloud. I take this thing, upload it onto cloud and say, I've read these parts of the books. Can you help me with these specific ideas that I have? Spit out summaries, spit out of the books. It gives me anecdotes. It gives me summaries. I take that and then say, create visualizations. Once it gives me the same stuff, it's repeat the process that we talked earlier about. Go into mid-journey, create images, and then I use another tool called Runway, which is allows you to create videos. So I create, take these images, convert them into videos, and now suddenly I went from a book being stranded on text to now being brought to life via all these animations. And I'm using this to solve the problem for authors, which I believe is now self-distribution, be able to find your way, your associated audience through the power of social media, through the power of content, visual content, and, uh, Yeah, that's the rabbit hole that I'm currently trying to solve for. And I know that as I keep going down this, there's going to be bigger problems because AI keeps consistently allowing me to solve more problems so I can move on to bigger ones. That is the number one thing that takes my current time right now.
1: That was awesome. And I'm looking forward to not only watching you continue to go down that rabbit hole, but helping you along that journey. I'm going to reframe that second part of the question that I asked you so we can get close to wrapping up here. Over the next 10 years, where do you think AI is going to have the most impact on the most amount of people?
0: The amount of lives saved. I think right now, there is an incredibly dense distributed amount of text that exists from researchers, from um, health experts that have been spread all across the board. And I think we are a lot closer to solving the issues of cancer, um, all of these health-based things that have been just built up through time. And I believe that AI is going to be the one that can start parsing through text, parsing through various uh, publications and start understanding patterns, pattern recognition, and putting those pieces together. And I think we're gonna get much faster solutions To health in that basis, since we touched on that. And I think the other one, my personal lens on it is that I think climate change is having like an impact across us and we're having this battle back and forth as to where we stand on it. But I do believe that AI is going to help the race against time, I suppose, with human destruction that has come across. So that is my Optimistic outlook as to what is going to be the biggest problems that AI is going to help solve us in the next 10 years.
1: I like how you articulated that. And especially in that first one, the fact that you can have AI in your pocket now in terms of health. And I think, even like, for instance, my journey with celiac, how I've put out YouTube videos of me doing IVs and the different things that I've done to help, like AI is gonna be able to compile other stories like that. And somebody that's searching for results doesn't necessarily have to spend the thousands of dollars to go to a doctor anymore. They can start leaning into how do I solve this N equals one equation. I think we're getting back to that where it's N equals one. Like I'm my own individual and like my body is not the same as anybody else's out there. But what should I be doing? What questions should I be asking myself to help my body specifically? I think AI helps us with that. So I 100% agree in that area and I very much value this conversation and looking forward to future conversations around AI and see where you're at with this whole rabbit hole. But my biggest takeaway here today Has to go with looking at your past, figuring out where you're at now based on that past, and then guiding yourself to clarity on your future. Because we can sit here and guess where AI is going, but the reality is only you have the ability to make the choices today to utilize it in your life to help make a better future for you specifically that N equals one person. So if there's one thing I want you to take away from this episode, it's looking back on your past and some of the things that might have been hiccups or failures as you would consider them and asking yourself, is there a way that AI or these tools could help me not make the same mistakes in the future or really just allow me to be more present as Yash is saying. Next best thing you can do for us is give us that five star rating and review and share this episode with somebody that needs to hear it. So if you have that friend or that family member that has been thinking about AI or asking you questions about AI, uh, please share this episode with them and have them reach out to Yash. He is a wide array of knowledge in this area and he'd love to connect with you. This is CJ Finley with the Thrive on Life podcast. Thrive on, y'all.